Hi there! Are you considering a destination wedding but don't know where to start? I get it! This is your host, Will Medina, owner of Destination Weddings Expert, a boutique travel agency specializing in all inclusive weddings in Mexico and the Caribbean. And this show was created to help you understand the ever changing world of destination weddings. By sharing my proven tips, tools, top destinations, budget ideas, and best-rated resorts, I hope to inspire you and make your planning journey easy, fun, and organized. Welcome to the Destination Wedding Planning Made Easy podcast. Today, I want to talk to you specifically about simplifying your destination wedding planning. So whether you are a new couple that got engaged and right now is debating whether or not you should be planning your destination wedding in 2021, 2022, 2023, and what the heck is it going to take for you to make this happen? So that's couple number one. And then couple number two, if you were one of those couples that had to postpone their destination wedding and you are in a limbo right now in a waiting area where you're like, I am not motivated. I am not sure what to do right now. And you know, like you just feel like there are these 20,000 steps that you have to take all at once. So that's one of the biggest mistakes that I see with a lot of um, brides and grooms online when planning their destination weddings. There are so many decisions and they have no no idea what to do first and how to organize it in a way that it makes it simple to plan, right? So one of the things I always tell my couples is that there is no need of spending the next year in overdrive, right? We chose a destination wedding for many reasons, but I know for sure from doing dozens of destination weddings, including my own, is that one of the main reasons of choosing a destination wedding, it's that it is a lot easier. At least it should be, right? So that's what I come in. And today I want to share with you my six stages of making destination wedding planning easy. So the first step in whether you have done some of these steps or not, I'm going to take you from beginning to end. This is the same process that I use to plan my destination weddings with my clients, what I am, um, you know, the planner that is taking care of everything and though though my own training events that I put together for uh, the industry on destination weddings. So step one or stage one, here is what we call choreographing. So I call it choreographing because what we do is we try to make sure I'm actually we ensure that we are taking this first step in choreographing the choosing of your resort or venue and setting up a room block, aka your travel plans. Now, why is this important? Number one, because choosing a resort, it is the hardest part of the destination wedding process for every single couple. It's so overwhelming because you... um you have a lot of different countries to consider. You have to consider their packages. You have to consider the the the, the idea of the, like the vision of the wedding itself. You have to consider whether or not it fits your budget and your guest budget. So there are all these different things that go into play. And this is why for me, when I'm working with a couple, every single time we don't have like this preferred list where we only work with these 10 hotels because I spend a year traveling, curating these experiences and these hotels for you. So 
with every single couple, we literally start from scratch. So after our free planning session, um, I have a notes full of pay, uh, a, a page full of notes, and you know, based on that, it's when I go shopping, and then I curate um, like your top five choices. Um, of a resort that will work and of course that will work for your guests as well. So it's very important that whether you're doing this alone or you're doing it with an agent that you choreograph these two parts, choosing the resort and the room block and here's why. When you choose a hotel, and this has happened many times many times with brides that come to me and you know they already had a, a date reserved somewhere and when they go to invite their guests they realize that it's like oh my god it's a lot more expensive than i saw when i was researching right when they were doing these research they were putting all these numbers together and let's be honest it, it, it's a blur right you just they just start to like all sound together and perhaps you were looking at uh, uh like the nightly rate or seven nights and you did not consider how much transportation was going to be because obviously a hotel that is 10 minutes away from the airport versus a hotel that is 45 to 60 minutes away from the airport, the transportation is going to triple and that will definitely impact your bottom line number for your guest. So, Again, there's no point on you setting up like locking your um, ceremony date at an all-inclusive resort or at any venue for that matter um, if you have not done the work of setting up the room block because your pricing can come back and now you do not know what to do uh, with that because you told your guests you already paid that deposit um, or whatnot and vice versa. If you set up the room block first, but you still do not have a hotel or you do not, still do not have a date, now the hotel can come back and say, hey, listen, we don't have that five o'clock date or that sunset wedding time that you wanted. Um, we only have a noon ceremony for your um, Catholic ceremony. And then it just becomes a lot more difficult to plan like your timeline for the day and you have gaps and whatnot. So for us in at our agency, we take all of these things into consideration before we put a penny down with any uh, particular resort out there. So again, stage one is you're going to choreograph choosing the resort the resort or venue and setting up the room block. So we make sure that those happen at the same time, um, usually within weeks apart. Um, but when it happens, we already have like a leg an, an official proposal from uh, uh, both of these uh, portions of your travel plan. Now you've taken you've taken care of step one. Oh my God, you can breathe because this is when things get a lot easier. You do not have to stress about all the other decisions that come down the road because that this was the hardest part. Some of my couples get it done in three days. I would say on average one to two weeks. Some couples it takes us a month or so to decide because they're you know looking around. They want to see more pictures. We are waiting for the hotels to provide us you know the pricing and 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 the wedding guide and things like that. And we are comparing what's going to be the ultimate and best resort for that. So, but again, I promise you, once you're done choosing a resort that you chose with confidence, not that you settled, not that you're just out there like, oh my God, I just don't know which one. It doesn't matter. Like, let me just pick one. Don't do that, right? You can choose a hotel with confidence so that everything else aligns, right? So step number two, share the news. 
This is the exciting part when you actually make it official and you get to tell your guest uh, that you have chosen a destination, that you have made arrangements for the room block, and that you are considering making it that you are uh, you are considerate enough to make it convenient for them. And so we at this stage, what we do is we create a custom website for you, beautiful, mobile friendly, um, with an RSVP feature and. And it includes all the information that your guests are going to need to make a decision whether or not they can attend your wedding. So things like the resort pricing, including the ground transportation for three, four, five, six, and seven nights. Super important. We do a room block as the agency for seven nights. That way we can offer your guests, um, you know, the, the flexibility for them to be able to plan uh, a, a vacation that fits their time and, and, and their money. Right. Sometimes it's the money. Sometimes it's the time. So we want to make it convenient so they understand what's going to cost them for both. Another thing that we do on the wedding website is that typically we include three different room categories because I've been doing this for over 10 years. So I know that your guests are one, like some of your guests are going to go for that ocean view. Others are going to go for that, you know, swim out or that preferred club or that VIP level or that, you know, rock royalty level. So we always want to make sure that we do, for example, like in at my agency, we typically do 70% of the standard room category. So whatever the cheapest one is, um, some agencies call it leading, standard, basic, whatever. But like that standard entry-level room category, which is which is typically like a garden view, for example, um, or like a junior suite. So typically we'll do 70% of that, and then we'll do 20% of like ocean view, and then we'll do 10% of whatever the, the highest room category is that it is most desirable uh, for your guest. And this varies by resort, right? Uh, so notice when I say the, the highest, I don't mean the most expensive. I mean the most desirable. So I know that swim outs are super desirable. I know that ocean view. I know ocean fronts, right? So things like that that we keep in mind. Uh, villas are super, super desirable as well. So again, we create a custom website with all of this information. We tell them when the deposits are due. We give them the final payment deadline. We share information with them about um, travel insurance, you know, right now with COVID, we have added to every single one of our couples website, we've added the COVID protocols on the website so that your guests understand that we've done the work, right? You as a couple, us as the agency, we are um, focus and in 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 want to have a save event, right? So now what we do is when we finish this website, we include that URL into your what we call the save the date, and these are what you send out. Now save the date are used uh, traditionally in weddings as kind of like, hey, save the day, we're getting married February twenty twenty two, or you know it's gonna be uh, October first, uh, uh, twenty twenty three, or whatever the case might be, depending when you're listening to the episode. Now, in the destination wedding market, what we normally do is, unless you are having a super formal wedding, even though it's at a destination, we try to like go a little nicer with a save the date. And this is something that I recommend. This is what I did for my own wedding as well. We recommend that you do save the date like a little nicer, um, something that matches your theme that you're happy with, that is elegant or simple, whatever your style is. And then we just skip the invitation. 
believe it or not, this is going to save you between four, like usually 400 plus dollars instead of sending out like save the dates now and then invitations down the road. It's just going to save you time and money. Why? The etiquette for, for invitation says uh, that you have to um, send the, the invites like uh, eight, six to eight weeks before the wedding. Now, my friend, six to eight weeks before the wedding, everybody's paid in full. Everybody has their travel plans and whatnot. So it's really kind of like overkill. Now, don't get me wrong. Some couples choose to do all of the above, you know, for their for their. Um, uh, uh, paper goods for their for their save the dates invitations RSVP and what and all that and there's nothing wrong with that. We have an amazing partner that we work with. She has like these great packages that she designs everything for you so that everything matches. Um, you know, custom papers, uh, paper tail customers. Uh, it's the name of the company. Uh, my friend Amy, she does great work. So, but again, we are gonna focus for now on sending out those save the date with the URL to your wedding website that we provide to you. Super, super important because what that means is that instead of your guests having to wait six months to get that invitation, what they are getting is they're getting that beautiful save the date, whether it includes your engagement photos or not, um, there are a ton of templates that you can use. It includes information right away for them to go out uh, and look at the website, look at pricing, look at the dates so that they can make plans to attend your wedding. This is one of the number reason, number one, this is one of the, the uh, top reasons why most of our couples get over 60% of, your, of their guest list to say yes. We make it easy. We make it fun. We make it accessible. It's online 24-7. And again, we are giving them the information from day one so that they make the decisions that best fit their um, their budget, their family, their schedule, and so on. So again, step two is this is where you share the news, and we do that with a beautiful custom website along with a save the date that includes that website because travel plans are already made. Remember step one, where we already have a secure date for your ceremony and we have a room block. So we know we locked up that pricing. We know exactly what the price is, and that's guaranteed when we do a room block for your guest. Um, so that's why we're able to provide them with that information, and you won't change between now and the wedding. Now, step three, this is where you choose your on-site wedding vendors, right? Um, photography, hair, makeup, your DJ. Um, typically, this is where people get like caught up on spending the next year online on these Facebook groups, like, you know, asking questions every single day. There's nothing wrong with this, right? Like if you want inspiration, if you want to just look at ideas and whatnot, but here's what I want you to keep in mind. Whether you are uh, uh, planning your wedding 12 months, 18 months, 24 months in advance, most of these decisions are not going to be due to your hotel until about 60 to 90 days anyways, because it's all based on the headcount. Now, these particular vendors really does not matter how many guests you have, right? Um, for you to be able to have the photographer, it's going to be the same. Although we could argue that if you have a bigger group, you're likely going to need more hours to cover all the photos and, and like groups and things like that. And same thing with the hair and makeup, if you have bridal party versus if you don't. So again, they're all somehow connected to your guest list, right? So we recommend that whether you choose to make these decisions right away, you don't have to. Four to six months before is plenty of time because at the end of the day, you have to remember that most of these vendors are already curated by our hotel partners on site, right? And what that means is that you're basically going to be picking from the options already available. Now, we know 
and perhaps you don't, but there is something that is called outside vendors. And this is where you choose to bring a different photographer, whether it is you bring it from the States or you hire them in the destination, but they, they're not the photography company uh, at that property, then you definitely want to book those a little bit earlier because again, availability, right? You want to make sure like now this is not the one that is just on property. This is a, you know, a, a local vendor that will likely book up in advance. So if you want to learn more about that particular, especially as it relates to photography, you want to go back to episode three and you want to uh, listen to that episode with my, my friend Gabriel, um, destination wedding photographer and I talk about, you know, should you hire a destiny, like the resort wedding photographer or bring a photographer, excuse me, or bring my own um, to the destination. So again, that's episode three that will give you more intel into that. Um, so again, Outside vendors are likely going to require a little bit more of time, and you can do that with a lot of other vendors. You know, some brides uh, bring their DJ as well. Other brides, you know, um, choose to hire like other partners in the destination that they know for sure that they like their work for her makeup and so on. Keep in mind at this stage, it's very important that you consider what we call the outside vendor fees. Outside vendor fees usually range between $500 and $1,000 for most vendors, and it's something that can rack up and literally like throw you off on your budget. So what I do with my couples is that we go over the options on site. Um, again, this depends from resort to resort. We, we take a look at the companies. And then I make recommendations based on their style, based on their needs, based on their budget. Should we need someone from outside? And we look at ways on how we can get that outside vendor fee waived. Okay. So again, step three, it is you choose your on-site vendors. And again, this is not four to six months before. Do you see how I say you don't have to spend the next year on overdrive? I mean, the biggest part of a destination wedding really after you choose a place is booking your guests. And that's what your travel agency is there for, right? We will take care of answering the questions for your guests. We will take care of keeping the guest list updated for you. And basically, um, the payment plans, the, the email communication, the follow-ups with those guests, we will We'll take care of that for you. Step four, this is where you plan the welcome party or the rehearsal dinner on property, right? 60 to 90 days before, you do not even have to look at that if you're just getting engaged. If you just booked your hotel, you don't have to touch that, my friend, because this is once again directly connected to how many guests you actually have coming to the wedding. And perhaps in a lot of cases, it's directly connected, like the guest list is also connected to you earning that event as a free event so that whether it is a cocktail hour, whether it is a white beach party, whether it is you know, a barbecue, whether it is uh, a, a, a fireplace uh, um, with with uh, fire pits, excuse me, with uh, s'mores and things like that. Um, likely, if you are going to get it free, if you qualify for that at a particular resort, now this is only based on based on how many room nights you are going to get at the resort, right? So again, we don't even worry about that until sixty to ninety days before. Therefore, no rush. Now. Step five, this is where we plan the ceremony. Now, the reason why we're doing this is because we're planning your wedding, right? So what's a wedding? The ceremony and the reception. So step five is where you plan the ceremony. Once again, 
get inspired as much as you want. Go to my Instagram, go to our Facebook group and look at real photos that I've taken with my iPhone at, you know, the gazillion of resorts that I've toured and that I've worked with so that you can get uh, like a real idea, right? Like Pinterest is great for inspiration, but we know very quickly that something that looks super simple, like that little ceremony that is going to be 20 minutes, all of a sudden it's $10,000 to get whatever you want on that uh, particular decor. So again, we don't stress too much about that because at the end of the day, when the time comes, 60 to 90 days before, we are going to get the brochure. We're going to get the, the guide to the extras and we're going to talk to the to the vendors which in a lot of cases we work like the hotels work with outside, um, not out. Uh, they're they're called still like inside or prefer partners, but they work with uh, like prefer partners, which are third party companies based in the destination that do amazing work. Um, sometimes the funny thing is, you know, you you think this look is only available at that hotel, and it's not because that florist or that you know decor company or that furniture company that we're using can set up exactly that look somewhere else, right? So again, we planned a ceremony. Keep in mind, the ceremony is where you're going to get most of those beautiful pictures of you standing there, you know, overlooking the water and in front of your boo. But if you're doing a symbolic ceremony, this is 20 minutes. So this is where we get to kind of like play around with it. Like, okay, do we just want the simple, like, you know, standard decor of the hotel and not spend a dime on the ceremony? Or do we just go all out and spend a thousand dollars making that ceremony look snatch and, you know, gorgeous um, as kind of like the, 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 the opening to your uh, wedding day, right? But again, most of these things not do final decisions until about 30 days to the resort. So again, 60 to 90 days is when we take a look at it and uh, you get to play with what the budget is at that time. That's another thing. Your budget sometimes between the time we start working together or you get engaged and the time of the wedding, you know, has changed sometimes because you want to cut it in half because you are ready to have kids um, or buy that house or other times it's like, hey, well, I was able to save a little bit more money. Like, let's do it, right? And you want to splurge a little bit more. At the end of the day, the budget is under your control. But it's important, again, to realize that you don't have to stress. You don't have to spend the entire year going back and forth and changing. Literally, a 30-minute session between us can like, like can help you get this down and confirm much closer to the wedding. And then step six, it is where we plan the party. So this is where we plan the dinner reception, uh, aka the party, right? Dinner and party. Um, so here is where we choose once again from whatever options they have available. Um, this is where we choose the decor, the furnishing that we want for 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 our tables, uh, the menu, right? For the, whether we want the buffet option, whether we want the a la carte, whether we want food station, whether we want just you know like a taco. Uh, bar. Um, so whatever theme you're going for, like this is where we get to pick these things. Once again, not due to the hotel until about 30 days before. So nothing that you have to spend the entire year stressing about. Um, so again, uh, decor, menu, entertainment, furnishing, lighting, it's really important here, whether or not the particular location that you chose is going to need additional lighting, or you just want those bistro lights to be over the palm trees so that they just give you that um, ambiance for, for your guest. Um, these are the decisions that we have to make here. So once again, um, 60 to 90 days is when we start looking at it, because again, 
it depends. Like this is going to impact your budget based on how many people you have. Let's just say that the average uh, table decor, which is, you know, simple but beautiful table decor, it's usually about 250 at most of the resorts that we work with per table. And that's, you know, usually like eight to, ta- eight to 10 people uh, per table. I recommend eight max. 10 people is really tight at most of these round tables. So I don't recommend it, but I would say eight. Um, right now, it's important to know that with COVID, um, some hotels are only allowing you to have up to six guests per table. So keep that in mind. But let's just assume that the eight uh, is, you know, what you need to do. So it's not going to be the same to decorate four tables if you have 30 guests, right? Four tables plus the sweetheart table than to decorate 12 tables if you have a much bigger group. That's definitely going to impact your budget. And this is, again, why sometimes when you spend too much time stressing the entire year and planning uh, and, you know, trying to, like, have it down to the T in terms of um, what you want, then it just becomes more stressful because as your group grows and, you know, your budget changes and what not, it just causes additional stress that perhaps is unnecessary. So again, most of these things, if you hear me again, just to summarize, step one is where we choose the resort and room block. Step two is we share the news. All of this is going to happen within like the first month of you starting to work with a destination wedding planner. And uh, here is again, all of that. After that, really go start your diet, start your, you know, like, I don't know, your, your, your hair bleaching color style that you want to go for. If you want to go lighter, um, you know, uh, start like keep saving right money. Very important, right? Keep enjoying your engagement and you just like literally let, let us do the dirty work for you and your guest. Um, then step three, four to six months. So there's they, there might be a gap over here. But then, you know, four to six months is where we just spend a, a couple minutes talking about like photography and, 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 and hair, makeup and whatnot. We ask the hotel for more information on that one, like whatever the, the, the latest is. And then you make some decisions there. Um, and then once again, lay low, enjoy your engagement, go ahead and, 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 and keep doing your thing. And then as we get closer to those, to that 90 day mark is when we start talking about your actual events at your wedding, which is going to be usually welcome party or rehearsal dinner a day before. And then the day of the wedding, which is made up of your ceremony, cocktail hour and your dinner reception and party. And for some couples, they also want to add either like the bachelor or bachelorette party in the destination. So there's a lot of things that we can do for that, you know, from taking you to another resort for a day pass to a catamaran to a casino, an excursion, like bar hopping. There's so many other things that we can do. Or um, some of my couples also choose to do uh, like a thank you uh, or, you know, like a farewell party on a catamaran. So we call it like booze, like booze cruise. So you just get to go on a on 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 a, on a catamaran for three hours. Transfer is included and all that. And I'll do another episode on that one and ideas on other things that we you can do specific to the destination. But that's really it, my friend. So this is how once again you make destination wedding planning easy in six stages. 
and you do not have to spend the next year in overdrive. It is very important that you enjoy your engagement. It is very important that you don't spend the year fighting with your fiance because that is not the point. Remember the reason why you're planning a destination wedding to begin with. And uh, if you have any questions, holler. Find us on Instagram. This is where all the conversations happen, where I post all the tips, the latest information about, you know, CDC updates, you know, regulations and like things changing with COVID. So find us on Instagram. Um, the handle is Destination Weddings Expert. That's Destination Weddings Expert. And of course, if you're liking the show, subscribe and review. Let us know what you want to hear in the next um, episode. Let us know which one of these episodes was good for you. Uh, and as usual, keep having fun as you plan a destination wedding. It is the best trip and the best memories that you're going to be able to build with your loved ones. And it is worth it, my friend. Until next time, take care.